Ryan, you now know how it feels. Yeah. Normally, I would have, like, a good setup for this, but I'm a little on the nose on this one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I hope you guys are doing wonderful. Doing great over here. Thank you. So, like, just a, a peek behind the curtain is uh, this is being uh, done on Ren's side of things and not mine. <laughs> this is um, very true. Yeah. Because I'm not trusting my internet service provider uh, at this exact moment. So uh, for reliability's sake, uh, Ren is the one doing everything, and it looks beautiful, friend. Nailed it. it. Absolutely Easy, gorgeous. Dude. Easy. Like, I, happy. Like perfect. Well, happy come here, it. give me a kiss. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, looks like Ren in the stream, guys. It was fun. <laughs> Shit, he's got the power now too. <laughs> um, oh, so. Man. Welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. I am your host, Danny K. With me, I have my uh, trustworthy partner in crime. Trustworthy. Oh my god. Yes. You must be talking about Riot. Go ahead, Riot. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, I'm Riot. My... How's it going? I hope you guys are doing wonderful. But, uh, but yeah. Awesome. And we have a very special guest with us, one of the most hyped dudes I've met on Twitch so far. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome American Riot here to the uh, Next to Nothing podcast. Yo! Easy. Yo, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks I don't want to pull out the audio, so when I, <laughs> the, the fry screams like rolling through here. Yeah. Oh, right. man. Just Yeah, like, I appreciate you guys having me on. This is awesome. Uh, Not just real sure, quick, I, it was like a couple weeks ago that I raided. Uh, I was playing Insurgency Sandstorm, which me and um, Riot will talk about here shortly. But I raided into his uh, chat um, after my stream, and like automatically, one of the most hyped dudes, this dude was like jumping up and down and yelling and screaming. It was <laughs> fantastic. This dude has energy. Dude, dude, you um, caught me red handed. No. Real quick, let me uh, at the top here and then at the end for anyone that's going to probably miss this on the live stream. Uh, go on ahead and tell people where they can find you and all that good stuff. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I stream four nights a week. Uh, it's American Riot at Twitch TV or Twitch TV slash American Riot, right? So you could check us out there. We're live four nights a week. Uh, and then we also are on Twitter. So you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much, I have a YouTube, but I just don't have time to do YouTube videos anymore because streaming four nights a week and then real oh, yeah. life. And then, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Trust but yeah, me, we're, on, feeling all we're too bringing well. the hype on Twitch. So if you ever want to check us out, if you like heavy metal, if you like, uh, screams, if you like, uh, I don't know, C minus gameplay and A plus hype, <laughs> uh, you know where to find us. Yeah. It's on Twitch. So. Oh yeah. man. Right on dude. So are you guys ready to get right into it this week? Dude, absolutely. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So everyone uh, will remember, who was it? Was it um, now Reverend Fen, um, who I have nicknamed Padre, where we had him on and we basically, I talked about Insurgency Sandstorm for an hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they put out a new patch, a new content patch this week uh, that me and Riot could probably talk at length on. Um, that I, to me is just another great value added patch to this game um which i just am stoked about so this patch added uh tdm mode and, uh, uh, let me start first it added an arcade mode i think they said that they're going to come out with some more game modes but the first mm -hmm. game mode in this arcade is team deathmatch okay and then right they on. added five different weapons some optimization and is there anything else i'm missing riot 
<clears throat> yeah, so they've added the new weapons, optimization, uh, the new arcade mode uh, was one of them. And then, yeah, just a ton of bug fixes, like just tons and tons of bug fixes and glitches, like exploits uh, they did. Um, and kind of the more the more notable ones, like the flashbangs were like crashing out stuff and they kind of fixed some of the, the flashbangs and, and similar things. But yeah, I think, oh, a ton, no, a, a shit ton of like new uh, customization for your character. Yeah, like this, they've yeah. added like the skull bandanas or the, uh, oh my God, like the whole mask and you can get like, new tattoos now and then yeah just a whole list of stuff yeah i'm just looking at it right now like the insurgents got a whole bunch of stuff and then uh so did the security forces or special forces yeah yeah so to me like a great value add patch like if you didn't already pick up if i didn't sell you enough on insurgency sandstorm now is uh where i'm gonna try to sell you even more on it um i guess me and right let's just talk about the in ren you can yep. talk about it if you played this <laughs> um okay. the uh, tdm mode how do you feel TDM. about TDM? Woo! TDM. Well, look, I'll say that TDM is fun. What I like about TDM is it's so great because if you play competitive, also comp, they added a whole bunch of changes to comp, right? So uh, they have a tiebreaker uh, round now. Uh, there's penalties if you leave uh, comp games early. And uh, I guess the matchmaking is supposed to be a little more fluid and, and uh, the wait times a little less. So when you're you know, diamond, when you're in the diamond ranks, uh, so like I'm diamond four and my wait times are like five to 10 minutes easily. Uh, and so some of the diamond one players, oh, they're waiting like 15 minutes to find a game. Right. Uh, but yeah, I like it. So you can warm up. So I digress, but going back to team deathmatch, it's a great warm up round. If you want to play comp, or even if you just want to jump into standard, uh, and, and you, you're playing like game modes, like firefight. Right. Uh, I enjoy it. I will say that it's kind of wonky as far as like the way the way you spawn in and, and it's not necessarily i think the rotation's okay on it the problem is they took these maps that were made for firefight and that were made for push uh and that were made for skirmish and they just they just kind of section them off um with you know these hesco barriers and, and these concrete walls and stuff and so i just i just think some of them just have a really really awkward flow to it i don't know if that makes sense i don't know if you kind of experience you know, something similar to tdm but, but the flow kind of on some of them seem off I think the hard thing I've had with TDM is because Insurgency has such a low time to kill as it is, I found like I got, I, I, there's been times where I've gotten into a loop where it's like I spawn in, take two steps, run into somebody and die. And mm -hmm. it'll happen like two or three times, but then usually I can find like after I get out of that loop. Um, and I'm not quite sure like what could be done to, to that kind of situation. Um, yeah, to me, it that's been like my biggest problem with TDM is the, uh, is the time to kill. Uh, yeah, seems to be a problem with with spawning because they do spawn you kind of in in a in a cycle around the map. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's pretty standard, right? But I, yeah, the whole time to kill. But you know what? What I think is also kind of standard is, is certain games. At least when you spawn, you have uh like you have this like invincibility if you will even if it's just for a couple seconds right um yeah. I, I don't know if that would work on sandstorm potentially right like if you say okay you spawn uh and then you have a couple seconds where maybe even just increased damage and I, I don't know like how hard that would be to implement or if you even could right but even like okay you take two to three times the amount of damage the first three seconds of team deathmatch whenever you spawn in that could mm -hmm. potentially fix it or even fixed spawns but you run into just the spawn camping or you can't really have fixed spawns but maybe mm -hmm. potentially have 
fixed spawns on say like one side of a map right so you're going to always spawn on this side of the map but you're going to have these different locations where you spawn so yeah you're going to get into the action a little bit later but if they can kind of nail down the maps and have a better flow to them like where they're not like like one map like precinct for example feels so massive on tdm like damn like why like why is precinct so massive but i mean if they yeah. could if they could nail down the maps as such where it's a good size and say, okay, you're always going to spawn on this side. It's going to be random. I think you would have to worry about, you know, the spawn camping and you would still be able to spawn and not get killed right off the bat. Maybe. Right. I don't know if that would work, but that's kind yeah. of my thoughts on that at least. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not too surprised about like the difficulties that they're struggling with when it comes to this. Cause I mean, inherently their gameplay is team based. It's, it's not very much like, Oh yeah, we're we're realistically just a run and gun game, right? Like you're focused on like class orientations, having like a solid class foundation, working with other teammates, and like doing objectives. So I'm I'm not so totally surprised that they're struggling with like spawn issues, but I feel like that should be something that should be relatively like worked out, not too late. Like I feel like that should be something that's handled pretty early on, I feel personally. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, I could definitely see something like the increased health at the start being something that they could do just off the start, just as like a quick fix until they mm -hmm. really like work on the spawn situation. Because I agree, I, I personally don't play Insurgency, but like you can see this with a lot of other games that aren't COD. And even when it comes to COD, you still run into this situation too, where it's like mm -hmm. they're so foundationally built on a team play. So when they introduce like Team Deathmatch or something like that, it's inherently flawed at like some base level when it comes to things like it has such a like short time to kill that if you just get spotted outside your spawn like two seconds you're dead like you're just dead that's mm. that's it you're not gonna have any real reaction time on that but i do agree either like uh spacing out the spawns a lot more so that way if if you do have a little bit more time to like get into the action i feel like that's a great thing personally in something like this where if the time to kill is so short you want to like find a path that you do want to take Rather than just being like, well, I guess I have to go this way. And then, like, you don't get that option to branch yet. Like, so, for example, at a lot of spawns, it'll branch in, like, a lot of different directions after you get out of the spawn area. But if you just get out of the spawn area and die, you're kind of just fucked. You're, you're pretty much dead, <laughs> right? So, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm definitely curious yeah. to see where it goes on that front, for sure. Well, and to be fair, like these maps weren't made for team deathmatch. Yeah, I, exactly. I think that's another problem you run into. Like one one good thing, like when when you play a good shooter, right? Like I play a lot of first person shooters. Like I primarily play like tactical shooters. But when you play a, a good shooter, like one of the things that is immediate, like that you notice is map design, the mm -hmm. flow, right? Like I just started. I've only played like two nights worth of Titanfall two, but God, like. Man, I remember it came out in 2016. I played it. I remember it being a good game, but it still holds up. Like, it was it was ahead of its time. Like, the flow is so good just from going from the Titan to the character, like, the routes. Like, that's what you know. And unfortunately, well, actually, not unfortunately, fortunately, uh, Sandstorm's not built that way. Sandstorm's built for, you know, one-life gameplay or playing game right. modes like Push, like, where you're, you know, kind of like that, that, that rush mode that Battlefield was famous for. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's how the maps are built. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it's just maybe some tweaking with the health or the spawns and then just tweaking with the maps, right? Because like I said, they, like they're legitimately just putting obstructions <laughs> on the map. Like, oh shit, this area's out of bounds now. Oh wow, where did these where did these massive concrete walls come from? Oh shit, I guess this is where right. the team deathmatch ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually I can run across that bridge, you know? So yeah, like I think that would that would help. And honestly, too, I think it would be a really great and and I, I don't know that New World would ever hear this or see this, but like it would be my understanding is that they're going to introduce different game modes within that um mm -hmm. 
within that arcade mode. So I think it'd be a really if they can't fix something right off the bat now, I think when they pull it and throw another game mode out there, like I think that's the time to craft team deathmatch. Say, okay, how do we do this better when we when we drop it back in arcade mode, say in you know six weeks or whatever the rotation is, you know? Yeah, and that's a nice thing that's with arcade modes is that like you don't realistically have to have like a finished, polished mm-hmm. like yep. game design product out there. Like team deathmatch as like a first arcade mode situation, a team based game like this, you're kind of expecting it to be a little bit off. Like, that's not so totally yeah. surprising. When you think about League of Legends and, like, Earth or something like that, things were just so broken immediately, like, instantaneously, <laughs> where some people just couldn't play. And it was like, bruh, I can't, I can't do it, but I'm having so much fun. So, like, mm-hmm. there is there is that, like, base design. And then if when you just swap into your next mode, one, you're going to have more time for that mode. You can work on that one until you, like, rotate out. And then when you rotate out, you can just work on that team deathmatch. You can take in, like, that, uh that concept of like okay the spawns aren't super great what can we do about that and you have actual time to like really space out your product later on and then get it a lot more polished later versus like if you just release as its own game mode immediately so i think that's a great thing that's gonna be in like part of an arcade rotation i think that's great Mm. did you have any other thoughts on the on the arcade mode uh right So arcade mode, I would love to. I would love to see like a capture the flag mode on on that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, some people, and if anyone's watching, like it's like, oh my god, this guy's like, oh, you know, they're they're really they're like, oh my god, did he just say capture the flag on insurgency? Like, <laughs> come on, come on, bro, look, this is a freaking arcade mode. All right, if I want to be crazy, and I'm talking about bullshit on insurgency. This is where you put it. All right, I'm not saying make make the cop. We're not saying like, oh, capture the flag, but yeah. So there's like some like old like insurgency players that have since passed on that are rolling in their graves. Like I can't believe he's that kind of like come on, bro, come on, bro. Like look, uh, but I I think yeah, I would love to see like a capture the flag. That'd be really fun. Um, you know, Halo always had really great like arcade type modes. That yes, weren't necessarily right. the main game mode. I don't think they divided the player base by any means, and they weren't per se arcade modes as in like they were always available to play. But yeah, they just had some really neat ones, and I, I think. To play like a really, really like hardcore game, like the really, really low like time to kill and have like capture a flat. I don't know. I could just see that being kind of fun mm-hmm. uh, or kind of frustrating. Like, I don't know, but bring back be VIP. Yeah, VIP was amazing. Yeah. What a great, you know what? And I would not be surprised. You know, where's Blunsky? I'm just going to message Adam like, or Alex. I'm just going to say, look, Alex, here, let's talk, man. Like, yeah, you know, I was talking. Uh, I was talking to Danny. Like, we're going to just. Bring, we just need you to bring back VIP for the next uh, round of arcade. <laughs> but yeah, that was great. That was a really fun mode, actually. It's kind of tactical, too. It, very much like Escort in the old SOCOM games. I'm a huge SOCOM fan. Like I could talk about SOCOM for days, but yeah, like old SOCOM games. But um, yeah, like Escort was one of my favorite modes to play on there. It was very, it was tough. Yeah, it was it, because it, a lot of coordination goes to getting the VIPs to the extraction uh, for the special forces and like, equal as much coordination goes for like the terrorist side like all right i need i need one guy in this tower to cover you know route a i need someone route b like hey guys with they double back someone i need i need a i need a you know 240 bravo on the river in case they try to cross mm. but yeah i mean i yeah i think that would be a really cool game mode um to, to bring into it yeah and uh to your point real quick i remember i was going to mention this but i kind of uh forgot to get it in here uh it's like it being like a warm-up What's really nice is um, the way that it works is you just, I mean, you select basically any weapon you want. You're not limited, you know, in, in regular gameplay for insurgency, you choose 
um, a class. So I'll just say Breacher, for example, where Breacher, you get a shotgun, your choice of a couple SMGs, and maybe one assault rifle. Hmm. This, you don't have that. You have you have all your snipers available, no matter, you know, security or insurgent. Um, have all of the, you know, shotguns and everything like that. You have an a extra amount of points, so you can play around with the guns. But it also helps you, instead of um, going into a co-op mode or going into the gun range, um, it lets you try weapons out against actual players and how players move and how they react. And Because players, the AI is pretty good in Insurgency, um, at least I think so. It's not like the previous Insurgency where the AI was really dumb. Um, but the... So, but they still don't react like real players. So this is actually a pretty good mode where, yeah, you're doing that warm up. You want to figure out how to like snipe a little bit better using the Mosin. If you like the greased bolt or not, which you're crazy if you don't like the greased bolt. Um, yeah, so much faster, so much faster, <laughs> so much faster. And um, I don't, you know, I I need all the help I can get. You know, I'm not a good sniper. Yeah, I'm really not good at hitting shots, generally speaking. So <laughs> yeah, as, as as many as I can get down range. You know, that's as many. I need the greased bolt. Yeah. I well, think that's something we can all get behind. We all suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've seen you've seen my main build, which is I play breacher, and if I'm on insurgents, Uzi with a drum mag. Oh 50, my god, so good. So what a great 50, combo. 50 rounds. Barely have to aim. It's fine. Yeah, someone's uh, gonna die when you have a drum mag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but speaking of that, you know, they did they added yeah, I, you didn't mention it. well maybe you did, but they have a gun range now too. So if you don't want to just jump in and warm mm, up with real yeah. players, uh, because actually some of the when you got guys like Lure Quote and and Big Fry and you're playing against on Team Deathmatch and they're just spawning and killing you. Like, Quote gets, he's like pulling these 40 bomb games on Team Deathmatch. Like, I don't need that in my life sometimes. As much as I love Lord Quote, <laughs> I don't need that in my life. And so I just need to go to the gun range and they actually, you can call an AI that charge you and they'll yeah. kill you too if you let them get, I didn't think they shot and that, like, I let them run up on me because they go, let me try to let me try on the new Glock pistol, you know, <laughs> which is it called a P. PP uh, 940. All right, it's not a Glock, but uh, yeah. but yeah. So I was like, oh, let me try out this new pistol, and the AI shot me. So they shot me before they got up there, and I was like, damn, this gun range is kind of hard. I need him like not to be as good. Like, but yeah, so yeah, they also added the gun range in the patch. So. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned new weapons. You yeah, mentioned a pistol. lot of new weapons. Yeah, the 940. Yeah, they've added five. They added an MP5 variant for both insurgents and security, which sold. Already, I love the MP5 oh, yeah. in almost any game. It was my main gun in the uh, in the first insurgency. Put me with an MP5 on basically any map. I was pretty happy. Yeah, the <laughs> A5 is the variant. So for security's A5, and the insurgents get the MP5 A2. A2, yeah. yeah. Which I I don't know if there's I haven't felt too much of a difference between the two guns. Uh, yeah, it's very it's very little uh, difference. Uh, <laughs> They handle slightly different, but not not too much. Yeah, like not enough to where like it, it bothers me. Mm -hmm. yep. um, they added a new pistol, which has a high capacity magazine in it, which I think I put on. Oh, God, I think I put on an extended mag and I got like 20 rounds in it. Like it's like an ungodly amount of ammo. <laughs> um, it's like an ungodly amount of ammo in this fucking pistol, especially with an extended mag. I was really surprised because I, 
I was playing around with it in TDM. I'm like, I don't think I've had to reload for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's a 40 caliber pistol too, if I'm not mistaken. So I think I think it's a 40 cal. And so yeah, you don't like one or two bullets, you they're done. Like I mean, yeah, if you good. connect two shots, even one shot in some situations, they're done. Z. And if you got 20 rounds, like no. Yeah, it's pretty high. And then um, they added two machine guns. Um, yes, each. So. <clears throat> I think back when we talked about Insurgency the first time, in terms of weapons, I was actually kind of disappointed with the release because there's there's just a lot of assault rifles and almost every class uses assault rifles. Um, one class used machine guns, but there's only one machine gun per for either side. Mm-hmm. Now they've added another one. Um, for security, it's the M24B, right? Yeah, the 240 Bravo. Um, which, uh, I guess in real life and what they emulate in the game is that it shoots a heavier round. Yeah. It's a correct? three, is it, I think it's a 308 round if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So that's the new LMG for security. And then they added, it's not the RPK, right? What did they add for? Uh, they added the M3, uh, the, or the, or the, well, it's called the, it's actually, yeah, the MG3. So the MG3, uh, that's what they added for the, uh, insurgent side, mm-hmm. which is, it is a monster. That gun yeah. is insane. I would recommend the bipod though. I would not try to hip fire it. <laughs> yeah. Hip fire at your own risk. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah, with I could handle in the original one, I in the original insurgency, I could handle like the LMGs hip firing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a shit ton of recoil and you have to compensate for that. This game I could I just <laughs> you know, I'm just everywhere with these goddamn things. I can't aim worth shit with these LMGs. And of course, there's some dude who's just way too fucking good for his own good yeah. that is running it's around. Like 5,000 DPI, and he's just like firing it and is like barely pulling his mouth down. Like, oh, oh this is easy. Like, yeah, come on, dude. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this right now. I'm like, over like 500 DPI, like throwing my. Throwing my elbow out, you know, and I'm like going to go to hospital <laughs> the next day. And this guy's like, oh, maybe you should play with 5,000 DPI, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like shooting a laser beam at me with a damn 240 Bravo hit five. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, the, I just I, like, yeah. But yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I will say the MP5 with the uh, compensator and the, um, and the uh, foregrip, fucking laser and it, yeah i i'm still a huge fan of the, uh the mp7 uh the mp7 yeah. is is yeah that, that's a laser i mean that, that's a really great gun too mp5 mp7 uh, that's why a lot of people were excited about the mp5 because it was it was a very reliable gun it was a solid gun the old insurgency uh yeah and, yeah i think it's equally uh formidable now in this one so that's good yeah the the only thing in terms that i, I would like to see in the next patch update for them is increasing the variety that like the variety of weapons that some classes can get like i can get like riflemen yeah don't let riflemen get an m24 or you know yeah. an smg makes sense but i would like to see um like the commander or the observer be able to get smgs um i would like to see maybe the um what it's not the breacher not marksman um not gunner what's the other specialty class uh um do you say observer i've said observer there's commander observer, oh advisor 
Advisor, thank you. Yes, advi advisor is a great class. Whenever you can play with the advisor, they have some some solid guns out. Yeah, um, advisor. I'd like to see like some extra guns on the advisor um, because of like because you can only have three breacher. And breacher is my main thing. So if I kind of get shut out of that, I usually go advisor um, on security. You can get a uh, bullpup. I don't think there's a, a SMG on that, but you can get a bullpup that I usually run uh, pretty similar to how I run my uh, breacher class um, or uh, on in the insurgent side of the, of the game. Um, the advisor does have an SMG that the uh, AK 74 U. Yeah. 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 74 U 74. Yeah. That's a solid gun too. So you're talking about lasers. If you're talking about a laser gun, like the 74 is really great. You know, the AKM, believe it or not, like I, I find like, and I don't know if it was with this update, but for whatever reason, the AKM feels pretty, like it, the, the recoil doesn't seem, uh, it doesn't seem like it's there too much anymore. And I, I don't know if it's because I just got used to playing with the FAL, uh, which <laughs> the FAL is a recoil is insane on it. Uh, yeah. And I, I think the FAL is arguably one of the best guns in the game, but um yeah I, I don't know but the akm seems like the recoil i don't know it took a nerf but that's a solid gun too if you don't want a ton of recoil um yeah so that's kind of like the next like the next patch update i hope to see is just kind of like spread out some of the varieties of guns i'm not a big rifle person in a lot of these games um i'm very much i'm an smg or an lmg <laughs> or throw like some bullpubs in there you know i think yeah. you could, i i don't I mean that's kind of on the side of assault rifle but yeah throw some bullpubs right maybe like the iw you know what i mean yeah or, well, yeah, bullpups, I mean, tactically, I mean, they're built like a rifle, right? Let's get, if we want to get into some real gun talk real quick, a bullpup yeah. is built like a rifle, just kind of in reverse, but you still have the accuracy of a rifle because the rifling starts basically at your shoulder because it's, the magazine is loaded from the back. So it's technically a rifle, but it feels and operates a lot like an SMG or like a small, mm -hmm. like a smaller platform. Um, and they, and they designed that for and it's very popular in Europe where uh, particular forces, you know, security forces and stuff like that have to a lot of times navigate very, you know, narrow hallways and stuff like that. It's kind of what it's designed to do while yeah. maintaining stopping power and um, accuracy of a rifle. Yeah, I think the SAS used to use a bull. I don't know if they still do. Uh, I, I think they they uh, they used to use a bullpup rifle, but yeah, those are cool guns too. Like to even introduce some of that. But and honestly, looking forward though too. I just, I mean, I just want to see some content. I think you know, and I and I think uh, just even glancing over at your stream here, there's some Sandstorm players out there. But uh, I, I see one of them. But <laughs> but like I, I just. I would like, I want to see content. I think we're getting, I, I think we're getting to the point where we've grinded out these maps. We've seen all the different angles. We, we like, we know the different routes to take, especially when it comes to firefight, we know where people are shooting from. And so just to kind of mix it up and get some content, even, even if it's not like, Oh, we're dropped, we're giving you 10 new maps. You know what I mean? Like just something just to sink your teeth into because this, mm -hmm. this content update was great. And the optimization, I feel like the game runs a lot smoother. Now the shuttering I've, I've noticed is, uh, at least for me, it's pretty much gone. Like I, I just hated the collision the sh and the stuttering and the shuttering, like whenever you would start off, especially on firefight, when you would start off and you try to run through uh, some of the maps, you'd have to go through these like narrow corridors or go through a hole in the wall. And like your whole screen would just start shaking. Cause it was so like the stutters, but yeah, I, I vast improvement for that like i'm not even really running into those issues but uh yeah i just love to see some type of content hopefully uh maybe even an update that's just you know new new maps like maybe it's like hey we're just gonna release an update with two or three new maps whatever it is but mm -hmm. mod support too i mean that's you think sandstorm if they're ever worried about that game like 
kind of fallen off, uh, they don't have, they don't have to worry about that as soon as they release mod support. Because I can tell you right now, I think a lot of the old insurgency players are still playing the first one for all the mod support still. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of yeah. Like I would have. Yeah. yeah, and I would especially appreciate like maybe being able to mod like iron sights and stuff like that to do to look a little bit different um because a lot of times the iron or not the iron sights the um like the red dot like they just take up so much uh screen space that's ridiculous yeah they do obscure your vision a lot yeah so especially the yeah i really like the hollow but man it just yeah it obstructs um, <clears throat> so other than that i like i said i feel like this is a really good value add uh patch to the to the whole shebang i, I mean it didn't make me not want to recommend this game it made oh, me no, like, oh, it more to people. Yeah, I would have recommended it without the patch um, for the price yeah. point, too. Like, uh, I know you talked about in y'all's last show, um, y'all had one of your guys on there talking about Anthem. And uh, <laughs> it's not it's not a $60 game. That's just a $20 game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I think for Insurgency's price point, I would have recommended it before the patch. But oh, even yeah. now, with the, I would say, hell yeah, dude, this is a $23 game. Easily. I, I would say it's even easily worth, like, a $30 to $40 game, you know? Mm-hmm. um people pay like i don't know sorry i, I digress i'm getting off to, i'm getting off topic but uh, yeah out of these triple a titles uh launching in in early access i just anyway but so you know, i digress but yeah i think i would definitely recommend it for the patch even after the patch definitely recommend mm-hmm. it uh you know buyer beware though it's a brutal game um it is. so if you rage you easily or if you don't yeah if you don't want to put the time into it then yeah save yourself 23 dollars. but i think it's a great game um so we've talked about sandstorm for quite a while we don't want to repeat it the yeah, last yeah, time yeah, we talk yeah. about sandstorm i'd be by all uh, means yeah, there's other topics yeah yeah i don't, I don't know yeah let's see if i, I can go make dinner about. if you guys like <laughs> i i can go it's fine no sorry we di- we digress <laughs> um, oh man so i made a purchase recently that i kind of like to talk about i need to hear um, about this i am beyond yes. curious was so, it on Amazon by chance? <laughs> I just, just speak up. Stuff, I, I just, I don't know. I just like everybody buys stuff on Amazon. I just figured, you know. It's a, it, one might say this is a pretty basic uh, purchase from Amazon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, by all means, uh, speak up about this issue. Yeah, go for it, dude. Okay, I'll so, shut up. <laughs> um, the way, well, let me kind of give some, some context real quick to my, to my particular audio situation. So the way I was set up for a while, or the way I am set up is that I have a USB audio box that my mic and my headphones run into. Um, for a while I had some speakers that I would, I kind of had like a, a Y splitter from the headphone jack. Um, on the audio box and I just turn on the speakers from below those speakers started kind of getting a little crackly and whatever. So I just kind of put them away. And for the longest time I wasn't using any, uh, speakers. I was getting, I was kind of getting a little annoyed. I'm like, well, I want to clean up around the house, but I want to listen to something and you know, I don't want to have to drag my phone around with me or whatever else. So I finally broke down and bought some Amazon basic speakers more for the express I wanted to see how they were and talk about them on the show. I'm like, this would actually be kind of decent. I'm not going to be out a ton of money if I don't really like them or if I don't not can use them. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is I'm probably going to continue to use them. Okay. Let me get my notes on oh. real quick. These I'm aren't shocked. the greatest speakers in the world. I myself. Now what, right, uh, I'm an what audio speaker person. set is this? I'm sorry. Um, is this like USB? Okay. All right. Okay. 
they're the USB uh, Amazon basic speakers for like right around $20 or for under $20. So let me just real quick. I am not the biggest audio snob in the world. I, people know I work in radio. I love podcasts. You know, I, you know, do all sorts of things with audio. If something doesn't sound good on shitty speakers, a lot of times that's the fault of the engineer. That is the right. fault of the producer. So if something doesn't sound bad, don't just assume it's your speakers. Assume yeah. that because this is coming from somebody who's produced content, it's supposed to sound good on shitty speakers. A lot of times engineers and mixers will go and buy shitty speakers to mix on so they know it sounds good on that shit. Rookie mistakes, man. Rookie mistakes. <laughs> <clears throat> right? They they swap between their high-end $10,000 speaker system and then they, you know, go to their $10 and make sure it's still... Like, who good. does that? Like, who spends $10,000 on the speakers? Like, <laughs> you know what, though, guys? I'm sorry. I just... I can't... Yeah. You wanted you wanted a hundred dollars for that? I'll give you I'm just gonna buy some ten dollar ones, man. I'm sorry. I just spent some thousand dollars Yeah, just, it's gonna break the bank, boys. I can't do it. So, <laughs> I just can't. I'll probably continue to use these, but they they leave a lot to be desired. Um so first off, USB powered, which isn't bad. I actually um I went I went with that over the AC power just because uh, I have a lot of cable management issues right now, and I'm like USB power will be okay. I can run that to the, you know, MOBO and, you know, keep everything kind of nice and tidy that way instead of having one cable running to the tower for audio and then another running down and around and like coiling around me like a fucking snake <laughs> for power. So that that's uh that's good. They're right around uh, they're under $20. I will say it lacks any base. If you like, you're going to want like a subwoofer. If you're, if you're a bass fan, um, I listened to a couple songs, um, that I knew really, really, really well. Like these are songs that I, I could recite by heart. <laughs> uh, I know all the little bass parts to these songs and I'm like, it, I, it gets lost. Bass gets lost in this. Um, definitely not anything for like bass lovers. Um, I will say they get really, they can get pretty loud. Like I, um, like last night when I was, uh, went into Ren's channel, mm -hmm. um, and Ren, I told you to, I was going to go lurk and go cook. I actually yeah. turned my speakers all the way up so I could hear you while I was cooking, which kitchen, I mean, is like really right yeah. behind me. Right. And this is all open. Yeah. Um, as you guys can see, you know, that's open there and then that's open right there, but it was still loud enough. I could hear you. Um, and there wasn't like a lot of distortion. There wasn't a lot of, um, there wasn't like, uh, the, the crackliness you get when the, when speakers, yeah, from the speakers peak, from this, yeah, from the peaking, um, which was good. Uh, there's a little bit of tinniness. Like mm -hmm. I've noticed there's kind of a tinny trebly sound, um, in, in some instances, especially like uh I, I remember hearing it in the philip defranco show once this last week i don't remember what day but there's just kind of like a little tinniness that i noticed um and then the other thing that i i played some insurgency with it with them um the directional sound works like these aren't they're stereo they're mm. not a 5.1 system <coughs> or 7.1 
but I could still distinguish enough. Like there wasn't like sometimes with, with like with these systems and how I sit related, you know, relative to them or anything else where like maybe I hear one speaker more than the other or that maybe one speaker is overpowered and the other isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, that issue wasn't there. I could hear when people were walking left and right and, uh, and stuff and stuff. Oh, and another thing, um, in terms of like sandstorm, I, I played sandstorm with these, with the express con- um, intent of trying to figure out this, how well, you know, they would handle a lot of noise mm-hmm. because it's such a noisy game with a lot of, with a lot of sound design. Um, and they handled it. Okay. I'm not going to say they were great. A lot of things definitely get lost in the mix. Um, if somebody's shooting next to you, good luck hearing anything. Um, good luck hearing basically anything else. But if you're in a, if you're in a, um, an environment where somebody's talking and you can hear like somebody moving around, that was fine. Like I could figure out where people were um, with, with noise, with, you know, people talking and stuff like that. But in terms of guns and explosions, which part of that is, you know, ga- the game design anyways, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell where anything was. Uh, right. sound-wise. And there was, like I said, some like tinniness in, in some of the, in like, some feeble frequencies coming from these um, when I was doing the sandstorm. Um, Kind of when it gets down to it, would I recommend these for the vast majority of people? No, this is the emergency speakers. Yeah. Um, or the dorm room speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think like the like I said, like a dorm room speaker is basically what it is. These are just the small ten twenty dollar ones that you can get. They're not going to be like super super loud, but they're going to be they're going to be loud enough while you do like homework or whatever. Mm-hmm on their um and they're not gonna like bleed through the walls terribly yeah uh so if you want to crack on a little adele while you study you know throw a little mm -hmm. classical playlist on by spotify it's good and a college budget it sounds like too yeah it's definitely a college budget this is like or like maybe you're like you're going to school out of state and you forgot your computer speakers yeah and you pay way too much out-of-state tuition so you can't afford good ones yeah so yeah that's kind of it like i I, i'd have a hard time if you have like go spend like the 40 50 dollars for a set of speakers if you you know are looking um i can't just recommend these for just anyone this this is kind of like the take into account your um situation speakers there they will i will say they're certainly better than if like if you're rocking a laptop or a tablet (laughs) these are certainly better than um than the onboard speaker that that i will say that's probably another thing it's like if you're rocking like a pc uh, lap uh, you know laptop or a macbook air or something like that mm-hmm. go ahead and, and and you know get something like this maybe um if you want to cheap out on on speakers they'll be better than that um it's not it's not a big louder. thing but i mean it's better it's better yeah <laughs> and so yeah that's just kind of that's kind of it with with these like i said it lacks any base mm-hmm. like this is going to be like you're going to get a subwoofer if you if you music and want like good eq and stuff like that these are not going to be for you obviously right um 
and in terms of gaming they're subpar <laughs> like i said yeah but but for me when i like like I, like I said before though like it's when i'm going to go do dishes or clean up around the house that i mm. want to not have my phone on i want to yeah, listen yeah. to ren do his you know do his stream or i want to listen to the philip defranco show while i go clean up um that's what it that's what i found i liked it for um and it's also nice to you know come home from the radio station and not um have to just put my earbuds in right away mm -hmm. yeah i mean like they sound like generally okay household speakers like that you yeah. can just use for whatever I wouldn't recommend it for necessarily doing any gaming on it. I probably wouldn't recommend using any $20 <laughs> speakers at all for using no. gaming. But I mean, I guess well, you could. Uh, I don't I know. I wouldn't recommend speakers for gaming much anyways, unless you have yeah. a 5.1 system. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You'd bet you'd just be better off with a headset. Yeah. Or your, and your honest, I mean, and I honestly, just... a lot of USB headsets nowadays are really fucking good. Like it is mm -hmm. kind of shocking. I, I bought, and I had them for a while, I had uh, these Sadie's 902, it was like a headset with a really good microphone for some reason, mm. and it was only like 26 bucks, and like that that easily had me going for a while, like for the longest time. That's usually whatever I recommend whenever it comes to like headsets or things like that, just because mm. they are so cheap, and like it takes almost zero setup at all, and like... It's relatively good quality. I, I couldn't complain. There was never any times where I was like, man, this kind of sucks. I, I was just like, yeah, this sounds like what I want it to sound like. It's what I expect. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm never, oh, I've yeah. never been a big speaker guy. I used to have them for a while, but uh, I don't know. It, it's not for me personally, but I'm glad to yeah. hear that they're like decent enough household speakers. Like it's something that you yeah. can just chill with. Yeah. And for less than 20 bucks. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was enough. Like I even uh, did last week's because, real quick, I don't really do all that much for the podcast feed. Um, <laughs> I put in, I put like maybe I'll record something if I have to. Um, I'll do, and then I just kind of do some, you know, compression and, and equalizing and stuff like that. But the other thing is that I just add in some music so that it's not just hey, welcome to the show. Like you know, right off the bat, you know, there's some music that kind of brings people in. Um, and it was enough. I mean, they sounded okay enough to where I'm like, yeah, let me double check the EQ. Of course, I checked with my earbuds to make sure everything else sounded good. But it was enough. I'm like, yeah, you know, if I really, really had to, I could do some quick uh, audio editing on these if I had to. Not what I would want to do. Um, right. But if I had to. So that's that's kind of it. Yeah. Uh, a, a tacit um, limp dict. <laughs> you're okay i mean to be honest it's kind of I what mean, you expect from most amazon basic stuff is like you expect they to get the job yeah. done right yeah, yeah exactly it's there just yeah. to like get it going yeah actually it's funny you say amazon basic my uh my boss actually bought some stuff for her house like uh just little knobs for like the kitchen counters and, and sinks mm. and stuff and mm -hmm. i mean they look nice they're like they like the brush chrome looking you know they, they look fancy and she says they're like good quality so i mean like I mean, they're basic i mean they're not like amazing you know but right. just, they get yeah. the you know, they're good enough to you know open a drawer i suppose right or listen to some uh some music off your laptop right yeah exactly so. yeah and i think even uh linus from linus tech tips uh did a video really recently about like an mm -hmm. entire amazon basics gaming setup and he basically oh, covered every single thing that he was like buying with it and 
all of it was eh. It was okay with like normally the audio issues. Audio was like the big downfall on it. Audio and I think like really basic mice were like a really not super great rating. But everything else was like, yeah, this does the job. It's whatever. Like if you're buying Amazon basic stuff, you probably shouldn't expect the best quality anyway. Yeah. Um, he just did one uh, mono price. I did uh, not today. see that one. Yeah, that was yeah, like, I didn't see that. literally I just got home and I watched it. Um, <laughs> I was they have some great videos. Yeah, they have so many. I can't even keep up with all of them. They have so many videos. Yeah. He has like three uh, different really, channels, doesn't he? Like, yeah, know. he's got a tech link to uh, Linus Tech up, Tips, and I don't remember the other one. Yeah. Is it Tech Quickie? Yes, well, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing that I wanted to mention real quick was that uh, Blue actually came out with some new microphones. Um, oh, yeah, okay. The Ember and the... Uh, it's like a smaller version of the Yeti. Um. So may, I, I obviously don't have my hands on them, uh, but that would be something if you guys, I think the smaller version of the Yeti is actually $30 cheaper than the oh. usual. Now, as I've said before on the channel or on the podcast, I do not recommend condenser mics for the vast majority of people because condenser mics are designed to be in sound isolated uh, environments. Right. I always recommend that if you are in an environment where you have a noisy computer, if you have uh, ventilation, AC, cat, mom, sister, uh, uh, or gassy, you get a dynamic mic um, because it picks up a lot less sound and sounds a lot better for that kind of environment. Of course, it's always uh, up to the individual person to decide uh, what works best for them. Um, but there are new mics that are one that might be cheaper. Um, and yeah, Tiff in the chat just mentioned my cat. My, I mean, even on my one dynamic mic, you can hear my fucking cat if he's <laughs> three and a half miles away. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, so just something for people to look out for. I, I've seen a couple of reviews. I don't have a solid opinion on them at all. I just yet. Um, so do you want to kind of move on from the Amazon basic speakers now? Yeah, we can go ahead and move on. I, I think we uh, basically covered it. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. I just want to do like the face cam right okay. now, but I can't. Okay, sorry. I think, uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think we've uh, speak to our part so, on uh, this like, one. Uh, please don't yeah. ever talk again. Yep. Well, that concludes our special guest for the evening. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for coming on, Ryan. Yeah, it was fun, guys. It was a really good time. <laughs> oh, man. So there is some uh, news about Microsoft um, Xbox One and Windows 10. Ooh, I heard about this. Actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually super so, safe for going. It was their horror game, right? That kind of broke someone, like, got into the files. That would, Is that the one we're talking about? We're talking about the same thing? Yeah, there is yeah. a, um, a preview build. Uh, let's see. Let me just. I'm trying to think of the name of that here. stupid game. It's, like, not Left <laughs> for Dead. Oh, my God. I never it's even played State it. State of it Decay. Like a, yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I don't have an Xbox. But I could have played it on Windows, apparently. But. Mm -hmm. Um, as, so this is from Rock Paper Shotgun, the author being Alice O'Connor. Um, Microsoft may be tinkering with Xbox One games on Windows. Um, so basically, the whole thing is that um, there might be a change where Xbox One file game files and PC game files will become on Windows 10 will become one. Yes. Um, 
and there's a special version of State of Decay that people have been trying. Let's see. Microsoft have accomplished recent Windows 10 preview builds with a note to download and test a special version of State of Decay. Given that the game's a few years old, that seemed a curious request, so folks started poking around. And that's when they started seeing that some of the files um, were, in fact, Xbox One files. Yeah, um, if I remember, I, I can't remember what the file format was. I think it was like VKM, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, but XBC. it was a very... Yeah, okay, all right. It was a, it was a very um, Xbox-specific uh, file type. And mm -hmm. that's the same exact file type that it actually uses on the discs itself. Like on Xbox oh. discs. So people were like really, really curious about that. And I'm personally super ecstatic, but you can go on. You can continue. Sorry. Yeah, I'm well, no, I mean, we kind of basically covered the, what the gist of the story is. Um, I was kind of curious what you guys' thoughts were on the um, uh, on the potential, like, what is this going to do to the market? Or what is this going to mean for Xbox One players or PC players or um, anything else? Because... I don't know. Can you do? You can't unless it's a a Windows Ten Xbox One Game Store game. You can't do any sort of file sharing between the two platforms, can you? Not that I'm aware of. So no. Um, yeah. I'm personally really excited for it. Uh, that's been honestly. I mean, like we're in the age like this is the year where a lot of people are doing the the multi-platform sort of thing. Like, a lot of games now are like, yeah, we do multi-platform. We work for, like, Switch and, like, Xbox and, like, PC all at the same time. And it's like, really? You could, what? <laughs> You're able to do that? What? And Warframe's just all like, yeah, no, we're gonna, we're gonna work on that now. And Fortnite's already on it. And there's some other games already on it. And that's, that's a great selling point right now. So I feel like this is a very solid, like, transition move for the Xbox. Specifically because, one, it's not selling very great. The Xbox One isn't doing nearly as well in comparison to, like, the PS4. Just because, yeah. like, it's lack of exclusives, and the games that it's even releasing aren't super fantastic to begin with, which is kind of what feels bad. There's, there's games that are good on it, but then again, I don't want to pay $300 for a console to play it. So, mm -hmm. it's really that whole game. If I can just buy those games and just play them on PC, I'll be happy. I'll be beyond happy. And, oh, like, yeah. if people really want that console experience, which a lot of people do, and I can't really, like, shame them for it, but, uh you still have that option. That option doesn't change. It doesn't really go anywhere. I don't know. I'm excited for it. It's something that I've wanted for a long period of time. I'm hoping that maybe they'll even uh, release some of the older games. Um, this has been one of the things I've wanted where, like, I would have been so excited if they re-released, like, the Halo 1 and 2, at least, back on the PC. Ooh. Because they were initially PC games, as well as Xbox games. So, yeah, it didn't, it didn't threaten to threaten lawsuits on people who want to make uh, mods of the Yeah, Halo exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, yeah, man. that's, that's man. basically where I am at that part. I, I'm hoping that it's going to be really something along those lines. I don't know if that'll be the case, but I mean, like, it seems like a reasonable assumption if they're literally taking the file type that they use on the disk and they're just like, yeah, no, we're just going to use that on the game store and Windows. Why not? And it's like, <laughs> OK, <laughs> All right, I guess um, if I remember right, because I think I was listening to Linus talk about this as well. Um, I think that was the actual executable file for the game itself. Like, I think that was the executable that the windows game store ran whenever it tried to run the game it didn't like have its own separate executable file like you'll find on normal pc games where it's a exe or something like that it was actually like transferred through like the game store itself which i think is yeah, a good thing that's servers, a really good yeah. thing yeah exactly the Xbox um, servers yeah, start. yeah but i'm super excited i'm stoked. <laughs> 
I, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Like, it, it's not surprising. I mean, you know what I mean? Like Microsoft, like it, it only makes sense for the same company just to take it. Like, and I think I like, why wouldn't it do it? Like if they can up their sales, right. And they're not having to do all this extra work and, and spend all this extra money. Like companies are all about like their bottom line, right. And their bottom line, like, how much money can we make off this? And like, how beneficial can we make this? And like, how, like, how can we be uh, creative in a way, right. And kind of bring ingenuity to this and, and still, you know, reach a bigger market. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and save on cost. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's Microsoft. So I, it's not surprising at all. I think the one thing you just have to balance down the road is when, you know, they do in fact start doing this and like all these, at least on Xbox and PC, all these titles are just cross platforms. It's going to be super easy just to play. Uh, I just yeah. think maybe balancing the multiplayer on some of the competitive titles, but even then I, I don't think it's a huge yeah. you're playing Elder Scrolls online it's like a matter right yeah you know what I mean but, and especially um, with a lot of uh consoles nowadays even supporting keyboard mouse like that oh yeah. yeah it's it's a fair enough assumption at some point that people will just be like I could just buy like a cheapo keyboard and a mouse and I'll be okay it's not like the end of the world if it's just like ah, oh, I spent like 40 bucks on a keyboard and mouse set and like it's not super great but it's definitely better than a controller for these kind of controls well, and you know, think of it like when you talk about this too, like you think, well, it's the same company, like, and that makes sense. But uh, I read, well, I heard it or I read it somewhere that PC gaming now with prices coming down mm-hmm. and just it being more accessible to people, like yeah. PC gaming is bigger than it's ever been. So mm-hmm. if you look from a company's perspective, like I, I tell you, four of my best friends, uh, we all grew up on console together. A couple of us had PC experience beforehand, you know. Uh, playing right. like the like the battlefield one you know like the old battlefields and stuff um battlefield two but uh we went to console and then as we grew up we all one by one made the transition back to pc and my buddy showed me how to build my pc that's how i learned and mm-hmm. it was it's just so accessible now uh i think they're seeing yeah like they're seeing like their cells go down and they're seeing like this move towards pc gaming and a lot more people it's more common place for people just to like oh i game on pc now whereas you know, 10, 15 years ago, it wasn't as common. Right. And so, yeah, yeah I think that just the, the move is just making sense. Right. Yeah, so. exactly. And not to mention even the cloud services that are coming up nowadays too. these, uh, these cloud services that are allowing people to play on like high end rigs on a cheap oh, computer. Yeah. That's there's a, very, like a really like, fam- good there's point a really on big one that I, the, I, I never even heard about that until recently. And they, they think they started in the UK, they're coming over to the U S and I, I mean, it's, it's one of the top yeah, I think it's like one of the top two uh, cloud services. I'm trying to think of the name, but yeah, yeah it's I'm, massive. I'm actually, I didn't I'm even realize I'm drawing space blank, off on the uh, main one too. Yeah. Oh um, my God. What's it called? Cause I know a few people that use it. Oh shit. But yeah, but yeah that's it's a, insane. Like, yeah, that's a really great uh, point. And I, I'm super stoked for it personally. I think that like the Xbox seems to be wasting a lot of money for them. And I, I don't. So the issue I see, right. Is um, Sony actually makes most of their money selling consoles. In terms of like TVs and stuff like that, they have a lot of different competitors that like not a lot of people really care about. Not most people are just like, oh, I really want to like stay with a Sony TV, right? Like they're just like, it's a decent TV and it's got a good price. We're going to go for that. And a good majority of Sony's money comes from consoles. And that makes me wonder like where how much money is really Microsoft making on their consoles in comparison, right? Like granted, Microsoft doesn't make like all whole bunch of stuff, but they do make a lot more than just what like meets the eye. So, I don't know. I feel like it's just a failing market for them in terms of the console like section and it like it's a small transition so that way they can just call it crossplay and I think eventually they'll be like, yeah, we're mostly going to focus on a PC. 
with like a very mild focus and the more of like an entertainment system type thing, which you can even see them doing recently where it's just like, yeah, it allows Netflix and all this stuff and you could just use as your entertainment system. Why do you need a DVD player or anything like that? It's ridiculous. Just yeah, they're going to and they'll market it as they'll market it as like the, the company who engineered and pioneered crossplay. And they'll say, oh, you don't need a fifteen hundred dollar computer to play Fortnite with your friends. You can just buy our two hundred ninety nine dollar uh, Xbox, whatever, with crossplay, you know, like, oh, okay. yeah, and that's that's how they'll market it. Shadow, by the way, is the name of that big. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That cloud based gaming. Yeah, you, yeah. you can play on a toaster and find that. <laughs> play Shadow of the Tomb Raider at 150 frames on Ultra. You know, like it's crazy, man. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm super stoked your, for it. I say you could put it on your uh, new like Samsung smart refrigerator <laughs> on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> Shadow of the Tomb Raider. On that. Yeah, you can play it off that. We're man. Have the Skyrim fucking the reawakening. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. And of course, did you say they're gonna port Skyrim to it? Is that oh, what you just I, said, Ren? I, I was saying, like, a Skyrim already makes the joke of, like, yeah, it runs on your fridge. And, like, yeah, you can play it through Siri. I've tried it through Siri. It's not that great. You <laughs> know, I was actually uh, impressed that you could play Skyrim on freak on the on the uh, the Switch. My buddy has it on the Switch. It looks good. It plays yeah. well. It, 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 I was like, damn, man, this thing's on the Switch. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, I, I could see that entire meme coming back, though. But it's yeah. just all like, oh, look, Xbox games. Yeah, we run on fridges. What do you gotta do about I, it? <laughs> I know that a lot of people will hack on Doom to uh, smart devices. Um, like I know I can remember at least one person I saw put Doom on to uh, TI eighty five graphing calculator. Um, I've seen people when they came out with the MacBook Air or the MacBook Pro, and they mm -hmm. had that really thin screen at the top uh, by the yeah. keyboard. Yeah, uh, somebody hacked Doom onto that. <laughs> um i've seen somebody hack doom onto the lcd display of a printer right <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> um, oh man that's yeah, awesome. seen, the evolution people... of gaming on your printer <laughs> yeah they just like hack it on fancy hp stuff. printers out there now super <laughs> fancy i don't even use half the ones on like i don't even know half the buttons do at the printer at work like i should like i know how to scan something <laughs> in like like damn this can do my homework too this well you know crazy. the print key like, now yeah. shoots so that's something yeah. <laughs> that's, that's some good news um uh, yeah that's oh that's, man uh, that's our future yeah that's our, glorious glorious future yeah but but all seriousness i'm super stoked i think this is where it needs to go anyway mm -hmm. like the console market's getting a little silly at this point and it's a little i don't know like they're even to the point where most of them are just half-ass pcs realistically mm -hmm. like yeah. they have yeah. just pc parts in them but they're called consoles and it's like okay yeah. <laughs> Or, or when you see that they actually will create a console case just to put it on display at like GameStop or Walmart yeah. or Target, and you'll see it. Like no shit, I saw it looked like a it looked like a, a Xbox. Well, maybe it was like PS4 game or Xbox game, but it was that uh, it was like some expand. It was like uh, it was just like a character skin for Fortnite, and then it was like a glider, and then it was like some kind of like pickaxe or something and it was like 39 dollars yeah and it looked like it came and it was like it's specifically on the bottom of the case like in bold it was like this is digital content there is no game. <laughs> like are you kidding me bro like they're not even selling games anymore on console they're, they're selling they're selling receipts in that shit where you just get on and play it so like yeah it makes sense like it's yeah. crazy man. yeah yeah oh man um 
so I had one more topic that I'd like to talk about, kind of like a think piece okay. that I enjoyed seeing. Um, and it's about something that we haven't been doing really here, um, which is respecting uh, customers' bandwidth. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, what are you streaming this in 4K right now? God, yo, rip whoever uh, oh, no, unlimited plan on your cell phone I'm right just, now. I'm, I'm just saying that uh, – <laughs> Really? What are you doing? What are you What are you doing watching us? What are you doing listening to us? Well, shut up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bill so and Ted's is... Excellent Adventure. Hey, can you sign our CD from the future? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so this actually came from PC Gamer. Uh, let me pull up the article. It just, And we've mentioned this before with uh, certain mm -hmm. patches that yeah. um, are like way too large and waste. Fallout um, 76 re-downloading itself? Yeah. Um, so this was from PC Gamer. To, to add uh, insult to injury on 76, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, yeah, it was uh, PC Gamer, uh, Jared Walton. Um, one second, uh, if you guys want to pull this up. Oh, we got it. Um, yeah, so this was from PC Gamer. Jared Walton wrote this, and it said, Games need to stop wasting bandwidth on gigantic patches. And I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just kind of like a little think piece talking about how a lot of these games are 50 gigs plus. You do a demo, and then it'll automatically uninstall after the demo time is done or the beta time is done. Or maybe mm -hmm. not automatically, but you do right. or whatever. And or it's just not available. So like, for example, with the Resident Evil 2 demo, where mm -hmm. it's like a 30-minute demo, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. And like you yeah. just have the files on your computer, and you're like, great, <laughs> now what? <laughs> But cool. they won't have a smart installer or a smart download where it won't look at, where it won't look for those files that already exist and then mm -hmm. waste your bandwidth and your download um, capacity because a lot of people are still on metered connections uh, in, in the United States um, and you it, it could potentially run you into overages which suck anyone that uh, has had to deal with a um, have to deal with their internet service provider uh, on more than two occasions. <laughs> I also feel Whoa. like that's almost everybody at this point. <laughs> oh it's man, Go pretty, it's pretty rough. Um, so yeah, I mean, what has your guys' experiences been with this? I think I've talked about it before with my internet service provider, um, like from so, Zenimax, the servers from Zenimax. Like, I mm -hmm. can't get data from them anymore. Yeah. So I run through Charter, and Charter for me personally hasn't actually been an issue. It's been the biggest shocker of all time. I've never ran into an issue with like bandwidth or anything like that, and I have an uncapped bandwidth, so most of this doesn't necessarily apply to me. But that being said, for a tight period of time, I lived with people with satellite internet, and if you don't know what satellite internet entails when it comes to bandwidth, <sighs> there isn't any. <laughs> Yeah. They're just there barely is any, and they will charge you out <laughs> the ass if you go anywhere near that uh that cap. They'll go crazy with their price. So uh, during that period of time, I literally like watched a movie, maybe two, and I capped their internet. And they were like, oh, no, you can watch movies. It's fine. And I watched like two movies and they're like, you capped our internet for the entire month. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that entire internet system is just absolute shit here. I that's how yeah. I feel. And I know yeah. like yeah. things like Charter aren't necessarily good everywhere. 
Um, I live in the West Coast and it's fine here. I have never really ran into any issues. But all I hear is horror stories about the East Coast. All I hear is horror stories. I've never heard a single person on the East Coast be like, it's great here. It's wonderful. I haven't had an issue yet. Um, it's always like it barely functions. It runs like 10% of the speed that's supposed to. It's horrible. Um, but even not like considering that aspect, I don't want to fucking download a 50 gig game. I just don't want to yeah, do it. I don't want to download a 50 gig update. And just like, yeah. oh, okay, great, cool, awesome. Um, you'll see this a lot with like PlayStation, where a lot of times, like their initial first day patches reinstall most of the game. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not like, oh, you know, it's like a gig, two gig patch. It's like, no, it's twenty five. Yeah. Get fucked, and it's like, okay, great, <laughs> great, cool, awesome. But yeah, you can see this also a lot with like, uh, for example, Anthem. Anthem, I'm sure, has a massive download size. Um. Fallout 76, I believe, if I remember right, it was a 50 gig download, and this was during the beta. It reinstalled itself without permission and just tr like did another 50 gigs. And it was like, well, why? Was so I can't afford that. If I do like have any sort of a cap, it's gone now. It's yeah. absolutely gone. So yeah, that that's absolutely unbearable. I do agree. And not even a lot of like smart packaging when it comes to like compression. Most of them don't even, like, compress, like, half their files, and it's just like, no, no, we'll just send the entire fucking game. How do you feel now? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, great, it, cool, awesome. It's kind of like trying to... The way to describe it, almost, is, like, trying to put ice through a fire hose when they yeah. don't do that. Yeah. You, you know, it's you're just clogging it up, and at the end, <laughs> it's just gonna, you know, it's just gonna keep piling up at the, you know, and it's gonna slow everything else down. Um... Yeah, in terms of like, I because I'm on a metered connection, I'm at a thousand gigs a month. Before I started straight or uh, before I started streaming, I was at two hundred, and I started going over. Mm -hmm. um, and I thankfully didn't get overage charges because, and here's something: if you ever do the, um, I'm on MediaCom, mm -hmm. which I'm not gonna talk about the glorious days when I was <laughs> at it on. I've talked about it before. I used to live in a town that had some of the only municipal uh, internet in the country. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it at that because it was glorious and I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, remembering. <laughs> oh, um, so I, I was at 200 gigs and they told me that if I, up if I upgraded my plan, this was like over, this was a year ago, over a year ago, that mm -hmm. if I upgraded my plan, it would take effect immediately. Um, fun fact, that wasn't true. <laughs> and they tried to charge me Oof. over, but I saved a PDF. I downloaded uh, the chat log and said, I have receipts, motherfuckers. <laughs> You're not charging <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm, um, I'm kind of curious. How much did you get charged? Like, how much do you pay now? For uh, $97. And what's your um, download speed that they give you? Um, because I pay about you 90. You get a terabyte? Or, I mean, a gigabyte? Uh no yeah i paid uh, 100 down i think 100 down yeah down. okay yeah i have uh, 150 down and i get like 20 25 up but i pay 85 yeah wow holy cow the cat is... <laughs> wow <laughs> oh, like, I, I feel like i feel like the cat's not a fan of of uh data capping <laughs> i feel like yeah i feel like, like I, it's not like super I'm, into I'm it feeling this right yeah like oh, oh my man. god it's the worst well i'm actually curious do you have a data cap 
Because for me personally, uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know that I do. You know, it's funny that you say it. I'm gonna pull it up because mm-hmm. I actually just paid my internet bill and I saw on there yeah. where it told me. So let me see if I do or not. That's actually a really good question. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. For me personally, maybe it was just because of the internet provider that they had when I lived with them. But oh my god, their data cap was so small and like. A lot of people have a really small data cap. Like mm-hmm. a thousand is really high from like my perspective. That, that's that's, that's crazy, a lot. We live in 2019. Like, what are people doing? Like, like you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, Most things they don't even are read books online. anymore. They read them on a Kindle or some shit. You know what I mean? They don't even read. Like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious, but yeah, I don't know what they think they're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And of course, what I've been told that this is kind of a uniquely American situation. Yeah. Um, with a lot of this because like in Korea uh it used to be one it used to be one monopolized internet service provider and then i think in the 90s mm-hmm. um in the 90s they the government dissolved it and it broke up into several uh smaller companies uh i want to say in Europe a lot of like the internet a lot of it is municipal but i'm not 100% sure mhm um, so this seems to be like a uniquely American and Canadian problem. Yeah. In terms I, of like internet and bandwidth and, and infrastructure not being there and, and all yeah. sorts of other problems. And I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna go too crazy in the whole political part, but uh you could even kind of see some of the greed from uh, Ajit Pai. We already know fucking Dingleberg. Um but you I have that's that's have, a lot of people's issues with a lot of providers is that they're very <laughs> greedy and like, yeah i'm sorry so, go ahead. yeah I've, I've already used 385 gigabytes uh internet this month mm-hmm. uh just a few days here <laughs> and we're only in the march bit. but i do i do, my monthly allowance is unlimited yes yeah, so i don't have a cap i don't okay have a cap on that. all right that's interesting I, I never even checked that i don't know why uh, I'm uh, sure I would have got paid overages if I did have a cap because I've already used this much. <laughs> so, right? <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Dude. So I have a little story about Pie that I kind of want to share right now. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> I've mentioned a couple times already, but so this time, uh, I, this was back in uh, college. I went to the uh, National Association of Broadcasters radio show in Austin, Texas um, two years ago. And with that, uh, Ajit Pai always speaks at these things because mm-hmm. chairman of the FCC. Right. And one of the first things he says was that we're going to start deregulating and, and, you know, making things easier for you guys in radio. <laughs> and then, like, turned around instantly. He's like, we're also going to crack down on pirate radio stations. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds an awful lot like regulation. That sounds like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that's just enforcing the rules on the books already. Yeah, that's, that's it. No, it's like, going to be heavily deregulated except for those guys. Fuck granted, those guys. Pirate, granted, pirate radio stations are illegal. Right, but at the same time. At the same time. I'm just like, you two-faced motherfucker. <laughs> Why don't you oh, sit? man. Why don't you sit in your fucking YouTube video with your goddamn fidget spinners again? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go too into the politics, but I feel like no. most people that either are like a twin, specifically like a streamer or a content creator, know these things like very well. Um, yeah. But uh, 
But yeah, uh, a lot of internet companies are super greedy. And you can, I mean, even hearing that you get, how much did you get? Uh, American or Riot? So, so I have unlimited, but I've already used up 385. Um, right. But I, I what's pay, your download? I, oh, speed? you're up. Oh, download. Uh, I get like 150 uh, megabits. Yeah, I get, so. I get 60. And oh, I pay wow. the exact same price as you. And there's yeah, this very diverse bucks, difference. Yeah. And there's no sort of like regulation on any sort of like control well, and, in that field whatsoever like it's yeah, kind of just like whatever it is is what it is go fuck yeah, yourself you I, it's like yeah. monopoly yeah and you know i mean think thank goodness for me though we have like we have three internet companies where i live so mm -hmm. at least i had the option of looking at all three of them and i think that probably helps me have a lot faster speeds and not pay you know what i mean like yeah exactly because uh, where if it was the only one if there was only one like the internet service provider to have if they were the only ones in town uh i imagine that i would be paying more than what i'm paying now and would probably yeah. have you know, 50 megabits because that, why would, why would they give you any more than that? You know what right, I mean? Like, exactly. Oh, shit, we can make just as much money. Yeah, you know, but, exactly. Yeah. And even the very yeah, first I, place that I lived and this was probably like six years ago. So maybe it's not necessarily, well, I mean, I feel like charter was still in this ballpark of like 60 megs in that around that area. But, uh, I lived at my previous home and there was only one company that served in that area. And I'm not bullshitting you. The download was three megabytes sixty dollars and that was the only thing that you could get it was the only thing and and they wouldn't help you it was like no you could you could get a new plan and it's like how much is the new plan it's like oh it's it's in the like hard 20s and it's like why that's why insane, do i even dude. have to pay that price and i'm sure that's you still a situation that, yeah yeah exactly like how am i even like gonna pay that <laughs> Well, yeah, at that might, point, why do I have internet? Check your email with three megs, yeah. Like, yeah. I can get out my email and check it. Exactly. So That's I don't insane. know. I feel like it's heavily, it's it's horrible. the The experience yeah. right now is absolutely horrible. I feel like there needs to be. Yeah. I feel like there needs to be some sort of quote unquote regulation. By regulation, I mean like there needs to be an infrastructure there where like. Yeah. If you live in like maybe if you live in like a smaller rural environment, you could still get internet, but it's like a lower cap, sure. But like there's a cap there you can you could mm -hmm. at least do something with it and you're gonna well, pay a certain amount with yeah. that you know you're starting some of the bigger cities are getting fiber so now the smaller cities are getting fiber uh and so once all the smaller cities are getting fiber uh they're gonna right. start pushing out to the suburbs and all these other more rural places. yeah exactly and, and so, fiber yeah, I mean, I just, is, uh, yeah that's gonna be great because yeah that's what is that that's one gigabyte it's minimum i think typically is what fiber's running right yeah and then up yeah. to i don't i think it goes up i think the fastest I've heard, at least from some of my buddies, I think they, they have like, I don't know, two or three gigabytes or something like that. But yeah, so I think, yeah, like you said, the infrastructure, once they get it out here, hopefully the days of paying, uh, you know, a hundred and something dollars or even a hundred dollars, I think is so high for internet. You know what I mean? That shit's expensive. Yeah, exactly. Bucks, like you should, I mean, you should have for a hundred bucks, you should have like an unlimited data yeah. cap and you should be able to yeah. do whatever you want with it. A hundred dollars exactly. is a lot. <laughs> like that's that's a, that's a really money, huge yeah. amount of money for something as simple as internet connection. Yeah, look, and if Amazon Basics wants to get in there and start doing twenty dollar <laughs> internet for you know three three meg downloads, that's fine. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, just uh, just prime ship want, me yeah. some internet, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they want to start offering those products. That'd be good. Um. I will say, and this is, I know you said you didn't want to get super into the politics, but this is kind of light politics. Yeah. One thing that I think really needs to happen. Like I said, I, I for a very long time, lived in a town with municipal with the, where the municipal government owned a cable and internet providing yeah. system. 
Yeah. I got my I got my internet from the city. I'm just gonna say it, Cedar Falls, Iowa, right? Yeah. This was the town that Barack Obama, when he talked about internet as a utility, came to and said, This is how I want it modeled. It's one of like three towns in the country that do this. That one, Chattanooga, uh, Tennessee, and one I don't remember. But the FCC has blocked those towns. Like Chattanooga had requests from other towns mm-hmm. to come in and provide cable or cable and internet services. Mm. The FCC said no. So this is one of those things that you talk to your reps, like when you go to these rallies and you go and talk to your reps and be like, I want you to push for this. I want you to push for municipal um, yeah. government, you know, municipal internet service provider, because if the government can provide something better at a base than the private industry in your area, like it is in my case, that's yeah. a pretty bad sign. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if, I got it. If, the government's doing anything better than private industry. I think here's something that I, I'm going to say this real sad. And uh, if the government can do better news talk radio than the private sector <laughs> and better internet service provider than the you have a huge sector. problem, man. <laughs> huge fucking problem. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I totally yeah, agree. I, I feel like at minimum, it's... I feel like at minimum, municipal internet should just be a thing. Like, I don't mm. see how that doesn't benefit the government in the first place. I mean, like, oh, I could just pay somebody else to give me a shit tier internet, or I could pay the government who loves money, money for a product mm. that they have like relative control over. Sure, whatever. I don't give two fucks, but it's at least at a decent quality throughout. Yeah. And like, I can expect that. And at that point, it at least gives a base that. Yeah, it gives a form of competition. That at least is always there. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Because UPS is only good because USPS sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It's not like the innovative uh, mail servicing process. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, if I didn't have three internet service providers in my town, I I imagine it would be pretty bad. Yeah. 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 So I grew up in a lot of places where they only had one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, respect my bandwidth, motherfucker. <laughs> internet yeah, that was a good, sucks that was outside of yeah, internet sucks outside of wherever Ubisoft and EA and Bethesda are all located, right? Like respect, <laughs> respect the fact that we have caps and it's really fucking slow sometimes for some of us, right? <clears throat> Yeah, and I never even thought when I saw that article, I, I wouldn't even thought like about someone that has four or five kids that are all on their tablets or who are doing homework or yeah, you know what exactly. I mean, are doing assignments online. Like I never would have thought, you know, I was like, oh shit, that is a lot of internet usage. You know what I mean? Like my yeah, wife, exactly. Shit ton, like know? a lot of people Man. burn up a lot of internet yeah. by just not doing a whole lot. Like that's a yeah, very yeah, right. big thing. When I hit a data cap watching a fucking one movie, <laughs> I, we have a problem. We have a fundamental well, issue. Yeah, well, and imagine a lot of like as as smart homes become like a thing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we have yeah. the ring doorbells and similar products to it. You have um, echoes and dots and smart speakers that will connect to you know that you can use to connect to different like light bulbs and systems and secure you know all sorts of stuff that still takes internet, correct? Like it's yeah. or does it? Well, right. You, well, especially you the doorbell. Like, uh... That's like putting a system. Well, because that because oh. the doorbell will connect to your Wi-Fi and then um will send alerts to your phone. Correct. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you get the live stream from it too. So now, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's pushing out the actual video too. I'm not, I'm not sure about all of the, the smart speakers connecting to like your light bulbs and stuff, because I think that's just using the network as a form. Yeah. It's just using the network. It's not necessarily using your actual internet to do things like that. But that being Mm -hmm. said, if yeah, you, a lot of these things have like cloud storage, like uh, a lot of security Mm -hmm. systems will have cloud storage to store like that video just in case if like somebody breaks in your house and then finds whatever the thing is like doing and then just breaks that too. At least you always have Mm -hmm. that there. But at the same time, like great you didn't get fucked over totally by that guy but you kind of did but now you're also getting <laughs> fucked over by your internet company because you uh yeah. you tried to protect your security so you know it's great it's a good time <laughs> so yeah i mean that's kind of like our our ramble and rant on this you guys have any other like points you want to make about internet and and how game developers and service providers really need to pay attention to how they put out content for us Data caps can eat a dick and ISPs can suck the dick. <laughs> uh, that's basically well, where that's, I yeah, I mean, that, really. that's one way to put it. Uh, no, no, I, uh, I commend <laughs> New World for not making me re-download Insurgency when they pushed out the 1.0. So that was actually, <laughs> yeah. like, here we go, we always go back to it. But no, but yeah, that, but they, they actually rolled it out and I didn't have to re-download anything. So that was nice. So yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks for them. So appreciate it, guys. Oh, man. Do what New World does. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it, Bethesda. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> w, w New World Interactive would do. Yeah, I got there's too many W's in there. It really messed me up. So I was going somewhere with that in my head. <laughs> I started speaking and it just didn't. It didn't happen the way I had planned it um, right then. But yeah, I think uh, just as a quick like tangent, I think once when I uh, said like NWI. New World Interactive, because I think that's what it stands for. I think I said NWA, and I'm like, wait, no, that's a totally different thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let's go on ahead. I think we can call it here, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. No, I think I'm good. I think think I've talked about everything I want to talk about. We kind of just ran into the internet companies for a while. So yeah, Yeah. that basically covers everything I ever want to talk about all the time. Well, I really appreciate you all having me on the pod i've never been on a podcast before so this is this was a unique experience and uh, i really enjoyed it that's actually pretty cool Uh, well uh right before we go go on Mm -hmm. ahead and tell people where they can find you what they're going to find when they get there all the socials the twitch any announcements you want to make and do it right here right now Oh, yo, right, yeah, right, yeah, right now. All right, let's talk. All right, so real quick. So, well, I guess I'm, I'm, uh, I'm American, right? Uh, I honestly, I just, I love to entertain people. I'm this random dude from the backwoods, Appalachian Mountain, who just like had, a, had like this, this dream in my head. Like, man, let's, let's go out and make something. And I'm just shocked that you all show up. So, uh, we stream Monday through Thursday. You can find us on Twitch TV uh, under American Riot. Uh, also on Twitter, uh, I recently, uh, I just joined a stream team called Team Apex. Uh, we just launched today, so it's Team Apex's uh, 0th birthday, uh, zero, a couple hours year old birthday. So we launched today, uh, Team Apex, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, we like to provide like just my channel, uh, A plus hype, um, B plus world class entertainment and, and C minus gameplay on, uh, on most nights. Sometimes we'll get some C plus gameplay in there. Uh, but yeah, I just like to have a good time over the top. Just just love heavy metal, rock and roll, and, and having a good time. And you get some you get some uh, death metal screams in there occasionally, some fry screams, some yells, <laughs> and just all over the place. Uh, from yeah, but it, it, yeah, it's a good time. So I enjoy it. So 
Yeah, I just awesome. I love to entertain people, man. I, I just I love it. So. All right, and uh, Ren. Hi, that's me. Hello. Uh, so today I'm taking a break. Um, we're not doing a Tuesday streams anymore, but tomorrow we're going to be playing some Darkest Dungeon. And the day after that, I believe I'm going to be playing a game that I'm probably going to be talking about next week called Pacify. It's a multiplayer yeah. horror game. We're going to be playing that. And uh, yeah, that's that's the plan so far. I don't really know what else I have planned, but you can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions with two Z's because I'm dumb and I don't know how to spell things. <laughs> um, but yeah, feel free to stop on by if you like. So yeah. Um, Cool. Uh, coming up on the channel for me, not much. Probably do another creative stream or two. Um, working on stuff for my friend Stamp DC. Um, maybe get some insurgency in there. Uh, I'm not sure what else I'll be playing. Um, I need to get a game controller for uh, Devil May Cry. Um, that's why I've been been playing Devil May Cry. Um, other than that, follow the podcast at NTN Pod. Uh, find us on YouTube, find us on Spotify, Apple, and Stitcher, uh, all great places where you can find us. Just look up the next to nothing podcast. Um, I don't think I have any other announcements except for next week. Our special guests are, um, Nick from Nick and Austin from ghost key, the band ghost key. So come here and, um, talk to these dudes about how they get, uh, entertain themselves on tour. <clears throat> Uh, they, do, they do real screams, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a real band. They, they... <laughs> um, so, yeah, anything else, guys? Absolutely anything else? Nope, that should do it. No, nope, yeah, hey, appreciate it, man. It was a blast. I really appreciate you all yeah. having me on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for stopping in, seriously. We had a yes, blast. Thank you. For sure. All right. Uh, you guys know where to find us all. Uh, links will be in the description. And uh... bye. All right, layer chat. You want a podcast for dialogue in a divisive time? Go ahead and check out Just Think on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.